I decree that your arm is being, is being made new, your hand, your wrist being made new right now by the blood of the Lamb, the blood of the Lamb, right now, right now, in Jesus' name, right now. Run your race, run your race. What does it say? It says to run your race, run with endurance, the race. Say, I'm in a race. And I'm going to run with endurance. Yeah, and if you have endurance, that means you have that staying power. Amen. And if you're feeling like you don't have that staying power right now, you know what you need to do? You need to rebuke that thing and say, oh, no, I am not going to allow fatigue to settle in. faith it is impossible to please him for he who comes to God must believe that he is uh, and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him we diligently seek the Lord God says he's going to reward you when you diligently seek the Lord God will reward you when you seek him with all your heart when you seek the Lord you're going to seek what he wants you're going to seek him for who he is you're going to seek him and when you see something different uh, in other words when you look at the Lord and what you're seeing in yourself is different from what he is reflecting then you know somebody needs to change and it's not God and so when you seek God right right so when we seek God, he says he blesses us when we seek him with all of our hearts. So when we seek him with all of our hearts and we find something within us that is not good, it's not, it's ugly, it's not of God, that's your first, um, that's your, that's your uh, understanding or should be your understanding, something needs to change in me. Say, Lord, change whatever you need to change in me, but I'm going to be a man or a woman that's full of faith, full of faith full of the faith of God. Amen. So I won't allow the enemy's assignments uh, to stop the, the will of God. So without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes, uh, it says to me, must come uh, fully, fully with everything within you. He's a rewarder to those who diligently seek him. Faith is necessary to a Christian in order to please God. We can't please God without having faith. Faith is not knowing everything is going to work out. Faith is knowing that God has it and he will work it out. Faith is not, faith is not understanding that, oh, I have the, the exact blueprint. I know everything that's going to happen, but it's this settled security of knowing that God has this and he has me. And so therefore, no, I won't lack anything. No good thing will he withhold. He's not going to withhold not one good thing from you. Church of God, he will not. But today I really wanted to come with the word of encouragement because the Lord was sharing with me some things that some people in the body of Christ need to remember to fix their eyes upon Jesus, to fix their eyes upon Jesus, the author and the perfecter of their faith. Because there, for some, there's a spirit of discouragement and heaviness. And as a matter of fact, it's even going and turning into more of like anger because of frustration. Let me tell you something. God has fully equipped you for the battle that you're in. Every one of you, he has fully equipped you because you've been armed with strength 
for the battle. And so you're fully equipped with what you need to go through, but you've got to do it God's way. And this is the key right here. See, the Spirit of God wants to fill you with so much more than what you are experiencing today. And the thing that God kept telling me to remind you all today is the peace of God. Don't let anything rob you of peace. His peace. If something is robbing you of peace, the peace of God, you know that there is an assignment working against your life. You know that the enemy has a way in, an inroad. Say, I'm not going to give him an inroad. I'm not going to give him an inroad. But if you're lacking peace in an area of your life, you already have. You've already given him an inroad. But we can't walk like that. We cannot walk like that. Let me, let me, um, let me turn to a, a scripture here. Okay, and it's in Hebrews 12, Hebrews 12, verse 1. Hebrews 12, 1. It says, therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, we are surrounded by heaven itself. We're surrounded in the angelic realm. And even today in worship, we felt the presence of God, the glory of God, hallelujah, surrounded in his presence. The Bible says, therefore, since we get to bring heaven down, visit him, basically, because we're bringing heaven down. The Bible says, let us lay aside every weight. For some of you, it must be a determined decision internally to lay aside that weight. Lay it aside. The weight of heaviness, the weight of disappointment, lay it aside. Put it out. Say, get it out. I have to get it out because it's going to weigh you down. It's going to weigh you down, and you weren't meant to be weighed down other than the weight of the Holy Spirit. You're, you are meant to be weighed down with that weight, but that weight is a, is a weight of life. It gives you life. It doesn't rob from you, right? The other takes. So let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us. If you let the weight stay there, it'll lead to sin. If you let that weight remain on you, if you let the oppression, the depression, the discouragement, the frustration, the anger, the offense, whatever it might be, if you let it stay there, it turns to sin. Let me, let, let's, I just read it. I'll read it again. Therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside the weight. Why? Why is it that since we're surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, he's telling us to lay aside the weight? Because he's saying, look, stop looking at the temporal. There's something far, far greater. And when you keep your, when you focus, you shift your eyes to the author and the perfecter of your faith. Everything changes, though nothing changed on earth, but everything changed for you. It's like you're walking on water. You start walking in the true glory realm of God. You walk as a believing believer, knowing that nothing, no nothing, has the right to get you down. Nothing has the right to come and bring discouragement, frustration, or heaviness because the Spirit of the Lord is here for you, but you've got to lay aside every weight. Say, I'm laying aside every weight. I'm laying it aside. You know, we're just about, we just celebrated Thanksgiving 
It's a lot of busyness for a lot of people, right? Right? And we're going into Christmas, another busy time, right? Do you know how important it is for you to listen to what I'm saying today and really apply this word? Because I don't want you to miss the beauty of this, this season that we're going into. We are going into this season where we're celebrating Christmas, you know, the birth of our Savior. We know it's not on that day. It wasn't born specifically on that day, but we're celebrating. We're celebrating on that day, and it's a season. And so right now, I don't want any of us to miss the beauty of the season, of the joy of the Lord. But you know, the, the assignments of the enemy certainly want you to. And it starts with that heaviness, that busyness. But, but the Bible tells us to lay it aside. Say, I'm going to lay it aside. So therefore, since we're surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us. It's an easy ensnaring. Like it'll ensnare easily. Why? Because it's familiar. It's familiar. And sometimes you're not aware of it because it's familiar. But let every place of familiarity, every sin of familiarity, every assignment that comes from the pit of familiarity be cast down to the floor and bear no fruit. Let it be stripped off of you right now, off of your heart, off of your mind, off of your emotions in the name of Jesus. For today, the grace of God is gonna come upon you. And where you couldn't love before, I am prophesying over you, the love of God is gonna fill you up to such extreme measures where you couldn't love before because it was too difficult, God is gonna give you his kind of love for that individual. God is gonna give you a different kind of love and it's that agape love that he only can give us, it's the way he loves us. And so I decree over you a shift today that there the hearts are being stirred to walk in the fullness of God not the fullness of self but the fullness of God amen and what is a true Christian anyway but one that is Christ-like one that's going to imitate Christ one that's going to walk in the precepts of God regardless of and in spite of if it's difficult or if it's easy you do it anyway because you we're called to die to ourselves we're called to die we're called to lay our lives down and every day we're called to pick up our cross what's your cross because you may be asked right now by the Lord pick up your cross and praise me through it pick up your cross and stop trying to get your way pick up your cross and praise me through it see what I'll do through you when you actually decrease so I can increase amen. amen am I speaking to anybody here today so I don't want any of us to miss what God has and I have such great anticipation I was telling somebody just just yesterday the great anticipation that I have of what God's doing right now I mean it's incredible yes we're seeing incredible miracles we saw somebody that the other service that they had couldn't see out of their one eye that was completely blind out of their eye Amen. completely blind out of that one eye and she opened up her Bible after prayer and she looked and she said Isaiah and then she said Jeremiah and then she gave me another scripture reference. God is opening, he was opening up and has opened up her eye. We're talking about things that God, yeah, and the 30 year, old, a 30 year pain in the knee totally healed. Amen. You guys, God is the same yesterday, today and forever. Yeah. God is the same. I can tell you personally some major breakthroughs, things I've been praying for for years. And I'm talking about hearts right now. 
So this is not a physical, this is more of relational. Hearts right now, years and years of prayer, I'm seeing breakthrough. I am seeing the breakthrough. I'm like, thank you, Jesus. If I was to calculate the years, you'd be like, oh my gosh, you waited that long. Yes, sometimes it takes a long time for someone to come into alignment and say, okay, I'm done. I'm going to try it your way. I'm done. I'm going to try your way. But it's not my way. It's his way. It's God's way. So what I'm saying is I'm seeing such great fruit personally, but also just in our church. And I'm seeing great fruit just even just even online with the online ministry. It's huge. It's huge. I don't want any of you to miss out. Bottom line, I don't want any of you to miss out because the enemy always wants to put his snare. He wants to put his snare. He wants to put a hook. He wants to put a hook like a noose. He wants to put that noose because if he can put that noose around you, it's going to enslave you and it'll eventually take you out altogether right? And so we have to recognize in a season, and we are in this season, this great season of increase, watch for the assignments of the enemy by keeping your eyes on Jesus, the author and the perfecter of your faith. If it's not something that's good and praiseworthy, you need to not say it. You need to only come out, of, only let come out of your mouth that which is good, that which is pure, that which is lovely, that which is praiseworthy. Amen. And then the enemy starts to lose his hold on your life. Yes, it'll take some determination. And yes, it'll take some self-will. It's going to take your will. No one's, he can't, you know, no one's going to do it for you. They can't do it for you, but you've got to do it. It's when you exercise your own faith muscles. So in this place here, you know, I, I'm going to go back to 12.1, Hebrews 12.1. Therefore, since we are surrounded with such a great cloud of witnesses, let us, right there, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares. And then it says, and let us, this is the second let us. We have a part in this. The second one is let us run. So let us throw aside or lay aside, right? The sin that easily ensnares us. Two is let us run. You don't just lay it aside and go, well, I cast that thing out, now what? Run, run your race, run your race. What does it say? It says to run your race, run with endurance, the race. Say, I'm in a race and I'm going to run with endurance. Yeah. And if you have endurance, that means you have that staying power. And if you're feeling like you don't have that staying power right now, you know what you need to do? You need to rebuke that thing and say, oh no, I am not going to allow fatigue to settle in. There is a massive spirit of fatigue on many, many people right now. I don't know if you guys are aware of it, but I certainly am. The massive spirit of fatigue on so many different people. And let me tell you, and it is a, it's a corporate thing. It's a demonic thing. It's a spiritual thing. And it is not of God. But we have to rise up and recognize it and say, oh, no. We're called to run our race with endurance. That means staying power. I'm called to run my race with staying power. So right now, let every place, and this is what you have to do on your own too. Let every place where there is a fatigue, a spirit of fatigue on you, go, go, go. Be removed from you right now in Jesus' name. Fatigue, go. Weariness, go. Lethargy, go. Let every place where your mind has been bound, where there's been confusion and you haven't been able to think clearly, I command that to go in Jesus' name. For the Spirit of the Lord right now wants you to walk up, rise up, and to receive endurance. For you must walk according to His Word in order for you to receive the fullness, right? Right? 
We're gonna run our race with endurance. The race that is set before us. Hallelujah. Amen. So that's the second, that's the second let us. Let us run with endurance, the race that is set before us. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before us endured the cross. For the joy that was set before, it says the joy that was set before him. So before him, there was a, there was a joy, but before he could see the joy, he had to go to the cross. So before he could see the joy, the joy was set before him. What joy is that? You have a cross that you, Jesus, the cross is before you. Jesus, you have to go to the cross. What joy has been set before you? Because you actually have to go to the cross. You're calling that joyful? What's joyful? He saw us. He saw us in spite of and beyond the cross. And he said, that's why I am joyful. For them, I will go to the cross. But the joy that is before me is beyond the cross. So the joy that should be before you should be beyond the cross that you may have to carry today. You may have to carry a certain cross today, but your joy needs to be beyond that. Can you see beyond that cross? You've got to see beyond that cross. Jesus did it. Jesus saw beyond the cross so we can see us. And he says, they're worth it. They are so worth it. It's the joy of, the, of the, my people. It is the joy of my people that I will endure that pain. I will endure that cross. I will endure whatever it is because I love them, saith the Lord. Because he loves you. Because he's called you, fashioned and formed you after his own image, right? Amen. So the power of the word is, is that we get in agreement with it. And when we get in agreement with the word, there's power. Say there's power in the word. The word is anointed. Yeah. Jesus is the anointed one, but Jesus is the word. So the word is anointed, right? And so Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. His word will never pass away. His word lives on the inside of you. That means the anointing that he has given you will never leave. Amen. The anointing he's given you is never going to leave. The only way that it diminishes is when you take your eyes off of Jesus, the author and the perfecter of your faith. But I decree over you that the anointing is going to increase because the word of God is increasing. The word is anointed. It's the spirit of the living God upon you that breaks the yoke, right? Isaiah 10, 27. The spirit of the living God, yoke breaking anointing. But the anointing is on the word and it's on the Holy Spirit of whom is within us. I just need you guys to get a revelation here today. Lord, help them to get a revelation today. That when they get the revelation that the word is anointed, the word is in me, I'm anointed of God. There is nothing that I cannot do that God's already called me to do. If he's called you, then you're going to do it. If he's called you to do a certain task, you're going to do it, but you're going to do it fully. Say, fully saturate me in the presence of God. Fully saturate me in the will of God. Fully, I will see God's goodness. Fully, I will see his mercy. Fully. Fully. Every single day. Every single day. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Yes, Lord. Let's go back to, um, let's go back to Hebrews 11. I'm going to start with 11.1. 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. You guys, we need faith to increase. Faith needs to increase. Substance of things hoped for, for the evidence of things unseen. And look at verse three, for by faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. The worlds were framed. The worlds were created, creative power through faith, spoken word, faith. That's how it was created. God spoke, 
when you speak, you're creating. Let your faith rise up. When you speak, you're creating. Are you creating a mess or are you creating a blessing? What are you creating? Because you're creating something, right? And so the word of God, so that the things which are seen were not made of the things which are visible. Stop looking at the visible realm and thinking your fight is with the visible realm. It is not. We do not battle against flesh and blood, but powers and principalities. That battle was really not with your spouse. That battle was really not with your child. That battle was really not with your uh, employer. That battle is in the spiritual heavenly realm. Take dominion. Take Domin stand in faith and take dominion for God has given it to you. Amen. He's given it to you. And boy, do we ever need it in this life? Boy, do we ever, right? Amen. Yeah. Let's look at verse four. By faith, Abel offered to God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain. How's your, uh, how's your, your offering? I'm talking about your heart right now. How's your heart's offering? A more excellent sacrifice? Is it a sacrifice to pray sometimes? Yeah. Is it a sacrifice sometimes, even just to get to church? Yes. But look at what the word says. Offer to God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain. Cain tried to do it his way. Stop thinking to do it your way. Your way doesn't work. Our way doesn't work. It is God's way and only God's way that works. But God wants to do amazing things in us. But we've got to do it his way. A more excellent sacrifice than Cain, through which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gifts through it, being dead, still speaks. His blood still speaks. The blood of Jesus still speaks. It's powerful. Let's jump down to verse 11. Because it's by faith, Sarah herself also received strength to conceive seed. So some of you need to receive strength to conceive seed. In a seed is going to carry everything that is needed for life. An embryo, everything that is needed for life in that seed. Sarah received strength. I decree strength over you today. The strength of God over each and every one of you today. But you've got to come into agreement and receive it. Amen. Yes. By faith, Sarah received strength. Sarah was older in years. But she received strength because she had faith. So no matter what you're maybe, you may be facing, no matter what difficulty it may be, it doesn't really matter because God is above it. It is, God is above it. And so everything, questions, anything you're still not sure about, you know, just, just things in your mind that you just need clarity. God has this. He has this and he has you. And today God is saying, you know, stop. Some of you are just, it's like anal analysis paralysis. You're overthinking things. You're overthinking it. <laughs> I'm seeing laughter because that means it's true. It's true. Um, but see, that's what I, t I was telling you, some of the faith stories that just, just happened, you know, to increase your faith. I want to increase your faith today. Faith comes by hearing the word of God. It comes by the word, hearing the word of God, right? And so, but when you have faith, even mustard seed faith, that mountain's going to move. That mountain is going to move. The same God that j healed your hand took the pain away. 
You had pain in your hand. It was excruciating pain when we first prayed. That left. The same God that started letting your fingers move is the same God that's going to have your hand now regrow that, that nerve and have that hand fully in motion, like all range of motion. In the mighty name of Jesus, just lift your hand up right now, your arm, I mean. Start to do, yes, start to rotate it. Start to go, start to rotate it back and forth. Yep, we're going to defy that demonic assignment. Yep, thank you, Jesus. Thank you for the healing. Thank you for what you're doing, radiating that, that wrist, rotating, I mean, that, that wrist, and growing that, that nerve. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Let me go here. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. And so let's jump over to Philippians chapter 2. Philippians chapter 2. That's right. Philippians 2 and verse 13. For it is God who works in you both to will and to do for his good pleasure. God is working in you. God is working in you, but God is working in the lives of your children to both will and to do according to his good pleasure. You know that this is the word of God. We know the word will not return unto us void. The Bible says here, it is God who works in me, in you, in your children, in your family. It is God who works in you, both, both to will something and to do it. Because you can have a will to do something, but not carry it out, not follow through. So he's actually moving on behalf and uh, on behalf of each one of, of you, but also those that you're praying for, to both will and to do for his good pleasure, Amen. that he would be pleased. And that's the bottom line is that he wants to be pleased. And we want him to be pleased, Amen. right? God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you for believing believers in this room. Amen. Hebrews 6, 12 says, By faith and by patience you will inherit the promises of God. You will inherit them. Say, I will. I am inheriting them, and I will inherit them in the fullness of that. Faith and patience. Faith and patience. Glory to God. That's, yes. Hebrews 6, 12. So now we're back. We're, your Bibles are open, or they should be at least, in Philippians. So I want you to go to Philippians 1, 12. Philippians 1, 12 says this, but I want you to know. I want you to know. If the Apostle Paul said, I want you to know something, I think it would be in our best interest to pay attention to what he wants us to know. He says, brethren, that the things which happened to me He's saying, the things that happened to me have actually turned out for the furtherance of the gospel. He's saying, people, don't worry about me. The things that have happened to me have actually happened so that the gospel would be furthered. The gospel would be advanced. But the same thing is true for you if you have faith to see it. The things that have happened to you are for the gospel to be advanced. What good is it for you to have gone through that wicked assignment that the enemy tried to kill you in? Let's face it, it's what he was trying to do. And here you are sitting here as a testimony, acting as if you never went through anything. You're not raising your voice for anything. Aren't you going to slap the devil in the face? Aren't you going to stomp him in the head, kick him when he's down? That's what he did to you. (laughs) 